0: Alright, welcome to Puddles. It's uh, another episode with my recurring guest, a recurring guest, slash girlfriend, slash love of my life, <laughs> slash won't get off my goddamn back.
1: <laughs> They're one, one in the same. Two in the same.
0: <laughs> two in the hat. Two in the pink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More than one in the stink. Depending yeah. on.
0: <laughs> oh God. Honestly, the way we've been farting these days. <laughs>
1: uh do not get the fiber bars from Trader Joe's.
0: Or COVID. I don't know. Yeah. You could blame anything on COVID. You'd be like, oh I shit my pants. Not oh, COVID. Oh, I freaking killed a guy COVID. Mm-hmm. We both have COVID brain right now. If it come, if we come off a little slow, we uh yeah, I brought covid home as we know last week we talked about you blew me thinking that would still be fine. Turns out <laughs> it's morning. I'm not 6 feet. <laughs>
1: well, we didn't use protection, so it's our own fault.
0: Oh, you think if I wore a condom you wouldn't have got covid.
1: <laughs> you never know. You never know. I think we're on to something.
0: I don't I think we're on the both uh, we both had covid and we're both miserable. I'm but, on you. Yeah, you were on me. Uh, But yeah, so we both got sick. Um, I, like, quarantined for whatever amount of days. Then I went on the road. You were here alone (laughs) with the cat. You're really starting to bond with this cat in a way where I told you you're like uh, the girl from Game of Thrones with the dragon. And it's just weird to date someone who has an animal... (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's kind of grossing me. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No,
0: here? go ahead. What's grossing you out?
1: It's kind of grossing me out because now it's almost reached a point where he has no boundaries and he'll lay on my chest and then clean himself. And I'm like, this is too much. And then I looked it up and they it says like your cat cleaning themselves on you is a compliment and don't push them off because they're not going to perceive it as like uh, <clears throat> abstaining from. It's like a f- like a fear thing, or like it's not like a punishment, it's just like a well, she doesn't fuck with me, kind of thing,
0: yeah, I mean it's gone to the point where you're his mother, and I'm yeah. like a weird uh relative that comes and visits <laughs> who he's he's literally pulling look at this I, know. <laughs> I don't know why we talk about this fucking cat know, so much. I feel like people probably hate the cat as much as he hates me
1: it doesn't help that you've been gone on the weekend so you're like it's as if like you're just like my boyfriend who comes and stays with me for a few days and then you leave and you've been on the road a lot and what has it been like to go from being home every day to like transitioning to like life back on the road
0: um it's well i think it's different that i was dealing with being sick and tired um usually it's very refreshing to get back home and like here's the thing though when i get home you know brenna's very excited to see me i'm excited to see her however i just flew uh six different times at four different airports i traveled like you can't really put in the words how much i had to deal with fucking bullshit so i get home and all i want is five hours of complete silence and alone time
1: which is all i got for a few days
0: yeah so you're ready though to like mingle (laughs) and to hang and it's very flattering and i love it and i wish i could be more present to you and more happy and more like yeah i'm back baby but Every part of my brain is like, you need rest.
1: Yeah, it's not like a movie. Like, your boyfriend comes home, and it is when you're gone from Cabo for, or in Cabo for seven weeks or whatever. But when you come home on the weekend, after your weekends, it's just like, it's like we're like learning, relearning how to like live together. You know what I mean? Like, I need this, and I need you to not be all up in my shit. But at the same time, I'm just as equally like, oh, I need this, you know, and they're just different things. And you'll get
0: get that. You just got to give me a few out. Like, honestly, like if you give me a day, your boy is going to be everything you want and then some.
1: I think the the other problem is also like, I'm still stuck. It's not like I can like leave you to rest and I'm still at home or I'm not at home while you're like doing your thing. I'm like, I am stuck here with COVID right now. So... I'm just staring at you like, hello. Like, let's hang. I know. Let's do everything but sleep.
0: (laughs) And all I want is to sleep. Yeah. And to fucking pretty much just, like, hibernate. But, you know, so I got home yesterday. We pretty much... (laughs) I think we'll find a groove where we're going to really be... um, Because it's either I was gone for, like, two months or, like, four days. So, like, I think this tour i don't know did we live together last tour no
1: no and i wouldn't see you the day you got home typically unless you were like come over and let's eat Thai and then fall asleep it wasn't even like let's hook up it was just like if you want to be around me you can but
0: so i think it's like anything we're gonna get used to each other's schedules i'm gonna hopefully you know there's certain times when i'm on the road where it's like it was just crazy i mean i went to new orleans Flew to New Orleans, did a show. Flew to Fort Lauderdale that morning, did a show. Drove from Fort Lauderdale to Jacksonville five hours to do a show. Flew at six in the morning to Nashville to do a sh- You know what I mean? So it was like, it was a lot. If it's a show where it's like two, whatever. Anyways, long story short, um, it was a good weekend. I got to perform uh, in Florida, my home state. Which always feels good because I get to tell Florida stories right off the bat, mm-hmm. and I feel very like, like connected. It's with,
1: easy to come up with an opening joke because you know. Oh, references. you don't? I,
0: I literally just said, "Hey, I feel good today. I had a, um, I had a chicken tender sub from Publix, um, and everyone w- lost their mind." <laughs> That's all you have to really? say. I don't know. You know, you're from your small town in Michigan. I don't know what is like quintessential michigan but quintessential florida is a publix sub a Mm. chicken tender sub people i mean lose their like because they because it does taste amazing like it really is that good like there is a reason why certain things become so synonymous with whatever wherever you're from people
1: love you like I, i mean like it's like a their own little nationality or you know what i mean like to be like floridian floridian and that's like a one like a like a marker of like if you're from florida you know how good this is so it's just like yeah we're all here at the show and like he gets us and we're like ready to like vibe with him
0: yeah and i mean look i'm pretty i'm florida pretty much too to the core I mean, oh look, you
1: are sometimes i listen to you talk and i'm like oh my god he is so southern
0: yeah i can't fucking date this guy he's like <laughs> he fucking he you're like, like
1: what's that <laughs> right there and i'm like what
0: <laughs> i said the rat's over there
1: and i'm like the rat's there yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, hey 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 <laughs> well, you have like a very strong accent sometimes so boy.
1: northern it's when after after i get off the phone with my family i always am like you know you know I always end my sentences with "you know."
0: Oh, I know. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, I know. You <laughs> oh, <he> know. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> so, so then I get on stage. I say the chicken tender thing, and then I have like three Florida's. Like, so I open and I go, you know, I I'm in Fort Lauderdale. My family, we, you know, I'm from Port St. Lucie, which everyone boos because it's like like florida like if you're south florida you're fucking cool like miami's like the coolest and Fort La- and then you work your way up and like everyone like talks mad shit the more north you get in oh, florida really? okay. oh yeah so like i say i'm from port st lucy they call it the pizzle and everyone starts boo and like laughing i was like fuck you i was like i was like Fort Lauderdale's is just a bigger port st Lucie. like you have like it's not the difference is not crazy yeah like, and uh but then I, then I go, yeah, and also poor Saint Louis is a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like i <I've, coughs> So then I like just told the story about how I went on a cruise out of Fort Lauderdale. That's what my family would do, and I fingered my first girl on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it wasn't you. You weren't on the boat. I would look for you, but you were also.
1: I, I was in the bassinet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't literally. Know. I, don't, I
1: literally was in the crib. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you weren't allowed on C yet. You you were, I don't even know if you were alive. I
1: didn't even have a social security number yet.
0: If When I fingered, when my first girl I fingered, you were not, you were just being born.
1: How old were you? It's
0: probably the day you were born.
1: How old were you?
0: Probably 15.
1: I literally was not born, depending on the month.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, and this girl, it was, it, whatever. I talk about how, I say it was my version of Titanic. Cool. <laughs> yeah like because we were out on the deck and i said that i was in front like i was rose and she's like oh jack i was like it's andrew it's 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 not what you think i'm not leonardo like she's like yeah i know i know let me just have this yeah yeah and then i talk about how
1: my first fingering
0: the smell was so bad oh no and i feel bad saying it but it really was like it was.
1: It was. She probably had some sort of bacterial thing going on. Because when it when you can smell a woman's vagina mm-hmm. when you're not even down there,
0: you're I'm she, outside open she, air.
1: Yeah, she's got an infection.
0: If it's an and open and that
1: sucks because sometimes it's out of your control. Yeah, you know yeah. some women are just prone to them.
0: Look, God bless her. Maybe you know some guy enjoys <laughs> the smell of so, a dead mermaid. Wait,
1: so was that like? <laughs> going forward did you think that that's just like how like pussy smelled
0: no i think uh (laughs) i think through evolution guys know (laughs) that if you smell a pussy that smells like a dead mermaid it's (laughs) it's not it's not right
1: okay so you were like all right that i'm gonna like put that aside and you weren't scared to like finger going forward
0: uh as (laughs) no i guess i didn't it didn't put a bad thing a bad smell in my nose (laughs) um but it did make me i i honestly this is really what happened i was i was traumatized in the sense that i thought she was i equated it with dirty Mm -hmm. which isn't the right obviously looking back i was right no 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 obviously (laughs) looking back wrong that's true yeah but i equated it with like stds mm-hmm. dirty not like i don't shower my puss dirty mm-hmm. there's two different kinds of dirty. correct yeah <laughs> so anyway we're
1: dirty right now we got to covid nobody wants to be around us
0: oh I, my fucking yeah i'm disgusting we stink yeah i'm a smelly bitch okay keep. i'm going wearing sorry. corduroys in the fucking summer <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we're in two totally different fits i'm in like a beach set and you're in corduroys
0: babe we're literally wearing the same sweater you're just wearing shorts.
1: <laughs> no, it's an open knit. You're in a closed, like, it's, like, different. So It doesn't matter.
0: Anyways, so this went on, like, I think I, I hooked up with other girls mm-hmm. past that. But I had this ruminating hypochondriac thought that this girl, because it smelled like, um, you know, Red Tide or whatever, that I got it. I possibly could have gotten a disease from her. Yeah, so I went to the doctor. You're, did you go
1: to like your primary? Like, uh, for, what? <laughs>
0: so first did of all, my dad's to, a doctor. Did you go
1: to like an urgent care? Like, where did you go? Like, a Planned Parenthood.
0: <laughs> so I went to my daddy's room. I was like, Dr. Colin, can you?
1: <laughs> Dr. Daddy? Daddy, I figured I smell
0: it pussy, daddy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, son, welcome. <laughs> welcome to manhood. Uh, it's
1: like a man's first period. Yeah, amazing. Like like pers- pers- <laughs> it
0: pers- <laughs> 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 probably could have helped. It's like
1: that. a rite of passage. Yeah.
0: And uh so I ended up going no, I went to this was freshman year in college this is like three years later two years later three years later
1: wait what no did you where, what doctor did you go to
0: so i went to the the doctor on campus
1: oh okay this wasn't like a right after you were just thinking no the you know. joke
0: on stage i say a month later i went which makes more <laughs> sense it doesn't make sense to go three years later
1: but maybe you were thinking you know before i lose my virginity finally in college i better get ahead of this std check
0: yeah, before I give a girl a disease from fingering a girl three years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me
0: double check. That's, that's actually pretty. Yeah, that's I'm actually
1: good, really sexy. <laughs> I'm
0: a good man. <laughs> I got that age test for you, babe. So so I end up <coughs> going in there and the doctor is like, so how many you know sexual partners have you had? And you're here to get an HIV test. <clears throat> and I was like, none. And he's like, hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, there was an awkward silence. Like, hmm. Could, <laughs> like, like.
1: But you can get STDs from the mouth.
0: Pay um, a All these things are true. I know that. Yeah. It's not funny to then break down the percentages of <laughs> how actually how you could get STDs. So I got. Because I fingered a girl and I bite my nails. That's what I told the doctor. She goes, and so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's from the biting like the nails already being cut or me actually eating <laughs> the disease
1: like it didn't did it infiltrate you through the nail beds or through your tongue
0: i'm thinking through the nail but beds buds nail bugs bed bugs oh, okay so anyhow i end up uh obviously you know the doctor was just like you know come back when you fuck someone you lose her. and i was like thank you doc i appreciate that he's like we'll send a report to your father and i was like thanks man no so yeah yeah no it was just i had the you know i would have these kind of fears and which goes back to now we have covid or whatever we were covering and i don't think i'm gonna die but old andrew would be like oh this one guy who's 45 he died and he was a runner yeah and so i'm gonna die and then that ruminates and next thing you know you know i mean have you ever had hypochondria where you went to a doctor or or anything where like you like were really afraid you were gonna die or something like you've been afraid of death
1: i think about death a lot but not
0: last night you were having a panic attack
1: (laughs) Yeah, I like. Wait,
0: what was the last night's panic? Oh, this.
1: Hold on, hold on. First of all, I'm going to answer your question. We okay. Talk about it. I don't think.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't get. I want to say no, but after I talk about what happened last night, the answer is going to be yes. But typically, I don't. I'm not scared to go to the doctor. I'm scared for them to be like, tell me how much things are going to cost. That's why I ignore my, my car stuff. Cause I'm just like, I'm just not going to pay it. Like, no. So I think I avoid things because of that reason. Cause I'm so just you're, like, you're
0: more afraid of money. money. Loo- I'm, a, of, I'm of afraid being of in debt than death. Yeah. <laughs> debt over death.
1: Cause yeah. Interesting. I, no, no, no. I'm very scared of death too but (laughs) (laughs) let's be clear i'm just a scared person no but um last night i had a i had an anxiety an an anxiety attack i started i started spiraling from one thing that was completely unrelated to my health my physical health
0: do you want to talk about that or no
1: we could but
0: yeah so i mean you know whatever you want to say i don't want to talk for um, you well we've talked about it in the past that you're you are a, a, a you're not a mutt you're <laughs> <laughs> i'm an orphan you're you're not an orphan though either
1: is that what you were gonna say though no no
0: no no. i was just thinking of a uh, you are you, you're adopted. a mistake <laughs> you're a mistake no one wanted you
1: i'm a mistake um no
0: you were adopted
1: so i'm adopted um and it was an open adoption, and my birth mom. What's the
0: difference between open and closed?
1: <clears throat> um. So a closed adoption is just <laughs> like you don't know who your birth parents are. They don't know your information. As far this is closed. F- closed. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's a closed. They
1: adopt. can't contact you. Okay. Ma- you know, up until you're 18, and you know they can't. They can. Anybody could do that. But, um. Yeah. It's just like completely closed and you can as the adopt like as the birth parents i think you can like disclose as much as you would like for your you know child to have that information you know and so on and so forth. looking
0: back would you rather have it been closed
1: i think that's a loaded question yeah it's just like that's like a what if thing true um because i think then if it were closed i'd always be like what if what if who am i
0: Okay, so it's open, so you know, you knew who your parents were, how early, on, I mean, you know, as as long as you could remember, like, you would at least know what their faces look
1: like? No, I didn't, oh. I didn't really understand, my parents always told me I was adopted, but I didn't really understand it. They explained it to me at a time, like, they always were very open about it, and, um, when I was an age where I could comprehend it, I was given, like, these letters, like, from my birth mom and, like, kind of just told the story of my adoption. And, like, I think that that's enough. Because I... And then when I was... Like, when
0: you learned the story, did it make you feel... well, How old were you? And did it make you feel like, okay, I get it. I understand why she didn't want me because I was...
1: Yeah, I mean, my parent, my mom... I think I was... I had to have been before I was, like, 10. I understood. And I also – my family is very blended. So we all come – all of our paths are complicated, and the way that we became a family is very unique, like all families are. Um, But it's not a story that you hear a lot. So um, I didn't feel singled out in that sense, but I didn't really, um, like – I guess I just, I didn't understand, like, even, it was like, I was just a kid, so I was like, I live in Michigan, and I thought that, like, Michigan was my, like, this town I grew up in of, like, 10,000 people was my whole world so i would like walk on the street and wonder like look at women and be like i wonder if that's my birth mom like i just really didn't know i was oh
0: wow it's like elf
1: yeah i i like really had no <laughs>
0: remember <him>. <laughs> <laughs> like really yeah. like you're just eating gum off the road you're like is that yeah. my
1: mom? yeah i didn't yeah. understand um and I, and I was too young for them to tell me i yeah. like but my going back my mom was always very forward and like said Your real mom
0: or your... My mom. uh, Oh, okay. Not my birth mom. My mom. mom, Yeah, yeah.
1: Was my mother was always very forward. Like, this is uh, like your birth mom gave you up for adoption because she loved you so much and she recognized that she wasn't the best person to take care of you. And I was always supposed to be your mom. And it was just like, always just like explained to me just beautifully. And I don't think I would have done it or changed it at all. I think that she did a perfect job. My dad too, um, but then when I was like fourteen, I got on Facebook, and then my birth mom, from my understanding, would pop in and out of like basically like my parents' life and like contact mm-hmm. them throughout. the Did she the years. add you as a friend? Well, she she <laughs> left like thirty messages, I think, or like,
0: and on Facebook.
1: No, like on my parents' voicemail. Like, okay, and i remember one night
0: but how did you find her on facebook
1: i'll get to that okay
0: so excuse me sorry speed up i'm
1: rem- sorry i'm I rem- kidding oh <laughs> <laughs> i remember one night um coming home and there was like a lot of voicemails and my parents my mom telling me to go to bed and then um my mom you was can't hear these forty yeah, go to bed. soon thereafter my mom was like whether it was that night or not that night, I can't remember. She was on the phone with this woman, and I could hear her, like, telling, like, describing me, like, describing the length of my hair and, like, my height and everything, and I was, like, 13, 14. I got on Facebook, and my birth mom friended me, and my birth dad friended me, and I found out I had this, like, whole, you know, ex-fam- like, blood f- family, I guess, and whatever, that was that. And it was just kind of like Facebook messages. It has been for <clears throat> most of my life. And I've been presented opportunities to meet them. And I just have never really felt super pulled to it. Um, But my birth mom will, you know, she pops in and out. I know. It, it's crazy how it's,
0: like social media has changed the whole dynamic of adoption.
1: Well, it's because it's like uh, just because you can find me. It doesn't mean that we have to have a relationship and it doesn't mean that we have to pursue this and I never really asked for that And just because you see photos of me in
0: photos doesn't mean that like that like You have a right to comment on them like we've never you never met in person So it's like but then it makes you think like the metaverse and all this shit like are we connected through the internet? like are we actually like how real is it how real can it be without actually physical touch of actually seeing your actual f- parent which um you know and it'll make you feel closer uh the internet and social media it'll make you feel uh, uh probably a bond in your mind like a parasocial relationship mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily real but you want it yeah and it's easy it's easy to just write a message That's, it's too yeah. easy yeah but it, it has so much weight to it because you've never met this person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this. It 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 is just. Uh, I don't. It's so. It's, yeah. It's complicated.
0: But um, anyhow, so she hit you up recently. Last and night. Last night. Which so
1: my birth mom. Um. Well, I think she listens to this podcast <laughs> too. So. Shout out. Hi, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> whatever. Um, so she'll, you know, say hi here and there and ask things about my life that I. Yeah. Hey, Robin,
0: write in the puddles podcast (laughs) at (laughs) gmail.com.
1: Tell us the story about (laughs) me. (laughs) Tell us the story about how you
0: left Brenna underneath a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <sighs> uh, anyhow so yeah so she wrote you so and then
1: she she pops in and out she's and on my
0: instagram asked me
1: to disclose information <laughs> about myself that she's a she to me is an acquaintance yes and but you've
0: never met her i
1: think her and i have different perspectives on the boundaries of our relationship because to me she is an acquaintance i um sometimes i i you know, she wants to know a lot of information about me that I, I don't like to disclose to just anybody and I'm private in that sense and as I'm talking about my full adoption story on Puddles but you know um, and she asked she messages me last night and asks to not only for me to go to Andrew's show in Arizona where she lives and and meet her she didn't ask me she was just like well you can go to that show And I was like, no, I can't. And then she said, well, I can't meet Andrew without you. And I didn't say anything. And I just said, yeah, I'm sorry. I won't be able to make that show. I'm going to the show the following weekend. So it's just not convenient for me. Well, can he get me backstage tickets? I promise I'll pay for them. And I want VIP. I would love to meet him. So there's a lot of layers to this. Yes. Number one, when people say, which is this happened to me multiple times, can you see if Andrew can set aside pick, tickets for me? I promise I'll pay for them. Uh, no. Andrew's not texting the venue. And just, if you're going to pay for the tickets, then just go on Ticketmaster or and, and buy well, them yourself. It
0: might be an empty uh An empty prompt, like being like, hey, I'll pay for them if. I don't get them for free. Like, I think that's one way. It could be a a reverse psychology kind of thing.
1: Well, I think it's weird.
0: It is weird. But also, I do do, you know, if it's your friend or if it's family or if it's your mom you've never met, I would do a meet and greet. It's not like I'm like, oh, you got to be on the list. But the idea of meeting your mother who you've never met before, before you, who just wants to, like, come backstage to then meet (laughs) a fucking triple G celebrity. Yeah.
1: Not only does she want to meet. So so she said, I make. She didn't even tell me she was going. I don't know. That I, I don't know. She's found out all of this information by just stalking you. Yeah. I mix. She said, she I'm excited refreshing. to see Nikki's show in Arizona. What weekend is it? I'm like, I don't know the dates.
0: Also, it's like, oh, now you want to meet Nikki? It's like, you, then, yeah. What do you? What is going? Yeah. So anyway, so it's yeah. So any that all happened last night.
1: And then asked me for that and then i you know i chose like you know what i can't control whether or not she purchases vip tickets i and i said andrew doesn't can't give out tickets here is <laughs> i linked your your uh <laughs> andrew, a, so andrew colin so Brenna, comedy so i got Brenna, it I, I, andrew colin comedy what do you have i
0: why do you keep telling me you're you got interrupting it me? no i'm not
1: yeah you are AndrewCollincomedy.com and i sent i sw- sent it on over and then i go back There's in the okay. combo and i see that it links the front page picture of you and your underwear and a cowboy hat <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: which was just
0: <laughs> it was literally just top. my legs
1: yeah um and i said and i said here it is you know and then i and she said, well, what about VIP tickets? I want to go backstage and meet them. And I just decided I can't control that. So be it. And then follows up with more question marks as I don't answer. And it's just a lot for somebody to to just, you know, I'm PMSing and I'm on, I have COVID. And maybe it's just like a lot of emotions. And it's just a lot to deal with. So it triggers anxiety. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I just felt like I wanted to finish that thought because I was – I kept trying to get to the end and then I was.
0: It's fine. I'm just trying to ad lib with the story. I don't mean to like ruin your flow there, doll. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Okay, doll.
1: Okay, so what were you going to say then? No,
0: I just think like, like all that. I mean, it's just all ridiculous that like the idea of like, like, like this is the moment. Whatever. You know what, though? It's like, it's fine. It just sucks that it triggers an emotional response like, or a mental response, like you can't control, you take that, right? And then you internalize that. Then you don't know what to write back to that. You don't know how to respond to that. There's so much weight on all of that because it's been 26 years of never meeting certain in and out of life. Why do you want to meet me? Why is this the time for you to reach out like why are you making this about you then sending question marks when you're not answering putting the onus on you to have to talk yeah
1: like i i did like i did this yes i don't know it's a lot and robin if you're listening i know that
0: it's not easy either i'm sure it's it's not not
1: easy and i and i don't i'm not a i'm it is what it is and honestly i don't want to talk about it yeah with you personally <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know what's so funny is like as a kid like you're the kid granted you're an adult now but then it's like you feel like I was like,
1: never the kid i was never her kid though
0: no i understand that but i'm saying now like you the onus is on you to have to apologize like what happens is is our parents fuck up then they like come back in our lives or whatever and now they're good and then if Mm -hmm. they then can play and then if you're mean back to them Mm -hmm. even though they were mean your whole life then now somehow we're fucking assholes for now being a little bit insensitive it's like how can you be insensitive i don't know how could you be insensitive for fucking 45 years or whatever
1: i'm not even being insensitive i'm just apathetic that like in terms of like I just don't need this relationship to be more than it is right now. Yeah. So I feel very apathetic towards like pursuing it. And so the fact that, you know, some, I mean, you're great. I have no, I have no like concerns about anybody meeting you. It's just like, oh, it's weird.
0: Yeah. It's It's, it's all, it's, it's weighted. That being said, um, I'm like passed out last night. I come back from the road. I'm like snoring. I sound like a fucking dying bear. And I just start getting like, Brenna will, she never really stops to wake me up uh, when she wants me up.
1: <laughs> you know, I used to, but you did say to me multiple times, if you're feeling that way, just wake me up
0: do <laughs> I don't know maybe I said that in my sleep
1: <laughs> well I'm just saying or times when before we lived together and I was just like I'd call you the next day and be like god I had a horrible night I was just freaking out all night and I'm like you'd be like you should just call me it's like it's fine it's no big deal oh man I was so,
0: just trying to get laid Um, <laughs> yeah man things have changed uh, uh, okay no so um, no but so then last night you were having a pan- a, a full on anxiety attack And then I'm so out of it, I want to, it's interesting when someone has an anxiety attack because it's like, I want to, because I've had them multiple times. I've dealt with that, especially in the middle of the night. And you're just trying to get through the night.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I started thinking about, oh, what it was, was I was feeling anxious about that, but then completely separated my my wrist started hurting, and I had wrist surgery is it years and years ago. And I just was thinking about I'm, you know, my wrist has been hurting a lot more recently. And I know the doctor told me when I got this surgery that if it starts hurting, I need to get the the screws removed. And it's hurting, and I just was thinking about how I'm going to have to get this surgery soon. Not only am I going to have to pay for it, but what if I die in the surgery? <laughs>
0: from wrist surgery (laughs)
1: from wrist surgery but there's so many freak accidents and you hear about them all over tiktok
0: first of all we'll get into tiktok in a second but so you got this wrist surgery right Mm -hmm. you got you you broke your wrist you fell off you fell off a sink right Yeah, whatever what do you mean yeah 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 so then you got surgery did they say you got to get the pins taken out at some point and then you just ignored it
1: well, it was like your wrist is so small. It this it's likely that you'll eventually your wrist is just not going to be able to take all of this. And okay, you, so then so why? So you might need to get it taken out, and if you start to feel that pain, then you should get it taken out. Okay. And now I feel the pain.
0: Now you feel the pain. Okay, so then you have health insurance. Yeah. It's but so what, what where? Where does your brain go from? Hey, let's just go to the doctor, get a couple screws out. Maybe I'll be in a little bit of a cast for maybe a month to I'm going to die.
1: Well, like, I was out for two weeks on pain pills. I had, it was a hard, I hallucinated yeah. a ghost <laughs> I at my grandma's house.
0: <laughs> I didn't know about this ghost.
1: <laughs> a demon. I had a, I, a demon.
0: <laughs> Who are you sometimes? <laughs> Sometimes I think I've married a Pentecostal <laughs> Well, we're not preacher. married. I know. <laughs> I know. Are we?
1: Wait, what do you mean by that? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. That was a lot. It's not that much. It's whatever. Yeah.
0: It's just, it is, it's just a story. I think a lot, you know, I don't know how many people can relate to that story, but I do think like,
1: a lot of people can whether or not it's like an adoption story it's just like
0: yeah it's about people yeah relationships
1: and whether they're romantic or you know family or friendships it's just like hard when people make you feel like you owe them something and you just have to be your own advocate and saying like but i don't and like i don't deserve like I don't deserve to like even make myself feel bad about this. Like I, I did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard. And then you freak out, well, I, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, and I mean, look, if you're watching TikTok to relax, I think TikTok, you know, I just deleted Twitter off my, uh, as the app.
1: Do you miss it? Do you miss it?
0: No, I don't because it's a fucking dumpster fire. And TikTok is a different kind of dumpster fire Twitter is like cynics and TikTok is just morons. Mm. Just absolute, the dumbest behavior possible gets rewarded. Mm. Um, you can search on TikTok though and like see like, you know, if I want to learn a certain kind of golf swing or if I want to learn something very quick and probably forget it.
1: What do you learn on TikTok?
0: I told you, golf swings. Okay you learn how to putt you can learn how to fucking hit a wedge you can learn there there's a lot of instructional shit on TikTok that's actually kind of interesting and now if you're just sliding through mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking you just see <sighs> yeah. absolute shit that is gonna make you dumber and i really do think that Pete, the people that are whoever is in charge of it they're fucking they want you on there and they want you there 28 hours a fucking day and i know there's only 24 but they wish they could get you yeah. for 28. They want to keep you awake. They want to keep you on there so they could fucking throw in these like somehow subliminal ads. Subliminal, I can't even say subliminal. the word. Subliminal. And they want you, and they want you dumb because the dumber you are, the more you're going to keep going back to it. And I do it. And I fucking go on there and I, I wake up to it. I wake and talk. And I can't wake and talk anymore.
1: I <laughs> you said talk. Huh? We can talk.
0: No, I don't talk. I talk. And uh, yeah, it's fucking, It's. I don't think it's healthy. And I think, yeah. I don't think we're present with each other a lot of times. We'll both be on TikTok. <laughs> like, and I know part of it, of a beautiful relationship is like, hey, you talk over there, I'll tick over here. We'll fucking throw a talk to, we'll literally message each other different TikToks while we're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> Rather than even just showing the phone. I'll send, I'll be like, wait till she gets this. And it's just a fat cat, a fat orange cat eating like a burrito. And you're like, I like that one. And like, that's like our like, what are you doing?
1: I'm sorry. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Anyhow. Yeah. I don't know. You're obsessed. How do you feel about it?
1: I need to stop. It makes me spend so much money. So
0: how does it connect with money?
1: and makeup, makeup. And I really like, I'm not like a, like, I don't know, like, I don't wanna sound like, I'm like, I'm all natural, cause I'm not. But I mean like, (laughs) I'm not like, I don't know how to do more than like, swiping eyeshadow and like putting something in my crease like i'm really not like makeupy but i am like so when i'm a, a bad thing girl, to be makeupy girl no no no, no. Oh. i'm just saying like i'm not so when a makeupy girl comes on tiktok and she's like this is the best thing it's my holy grail product i'm like great i only need one of those things i'm gonna get this one but then i see the girl next girl who's like this is the best thing i'm gonna get this one and then i like i just think like if i wasn't on tiktok i wouldn't even think about like what Is the next best blush I need I just wouldn't think about it Like I would just be like Oh I like this blush It's all right. I'll just use it till it's gone And then I'll get a new one
0: See that's the subliminal shit It's not like an ad It's like It's an ad of a random girl Who's doing a uh, Maybe she does like a uh, A step by step And you think she's like Oh she's just like a friend She's just chilling
1: She looks pretty Like I'm just like I want my I want my blush to look like that Mm -hmm. I've been really into blushes Lately
0: what does a blush do for you
1: like that i used to be so obsessed with mascara that was like i went i literally like from when i started doing my makeup for so like 10 years i feel like i've just always been looking for like the mascara it's like you with your putter like the yeah putter yeah and i finally found it um, oh you found this thing i think i did and i I cheated on it a few times because I thought I was gonna find something better. Um, I use Latisse, so my my lashes are longer. The Glossier um, Lash Slick.
0: That's the mascara.
1: My daily mascara, and then Lam- Lancôme Defensiel's is really good. It's a little smudgy, so don't I don't I don't endorse that one. But I'm saying Glossier's mascara is just ugh, it's the best one. It is.
0: And did you come across this on TikTok or is this...
1: No, I actually just discovered that on my own. Anyways, so I feel like I finally just nailed that one down. And now I'm like, I need to find the perfect shade and undertone for my skin tone. I can, I decided that peach was the best one. I have olive undertones. I, I run a little tan. Um... I was like the peach I need peach but then I was like I think I need a rose and then I think I think I need what if I layer them and I need a cream and then I need to put the powder on top to set it and it could be a different undertone because then it would be the perfect blend for my skin tone and I'm just like I've got I'm out of control I like have like five new blushes I don't why do I need that many blushes I don't I mean
0: maybe you do I don't know I mean so wait so then you you see all this on tiktok
1: yeah But I think I... I, Right now... Now,
0: are you searching this? Are you searching... No, I just...
1: It just comes across your page. Because I linger on makeup TikTok, so that's what TikTok feeds me.
0: See, I want... And then you're never going to be satisfied. Exactly. Because you're going to see another young girl that has like... Instead of peach, it's going to be blueberry. And it's going to be like blueberry with peach. And you just... I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, makeup... I don't, I don't even know where to begin with it. I've been inside of Sephora. I understand you have about 80,000 different shades of uh, everything. There's n- You can never stop. I mean, you guys are all clowns, which it's fun, I guess. You know, it's nice to know that you can like mix and match. But when does it end? I guess it can never. It literally can never end. I, have-
1: r- I really believe like before TikTok, I just didn't think about makeup like this much. Mm-hmm. So I think I just need to stop for a little bit. Because I have all of this makeup that I have so many blushes right now.
0: No, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we could try to like either limit our time on it or we can literally delete the app. Um, Then you could kind of see where you're at in regards to buying makeup. And like, you know, you could take inventory to like a month later and be like, do I have... 40,000 things that I didn't need and I don't even know how I bought them the problem is too is like you know you go on tiktok then you're on amazon it's all so easy to purchase it's all within three minutes you can change your whole life Mm -hmm. (laughs) your whole face um yeah so I mean the other thing though is like what are you going to replace the time with and do you have to replace it that's the problem is like i feel like we are like well if this hour or two hours isn't filled what am i going to fucking read a book what am i going to listen to a podcast what am i going to like just be in my own thoughts what am i going to think about my real mom what am i going to fucking my think about po- my wrists? what am i going to think about an AIDS test as a virgin like like how are like I want to get away from my thoughts because obviously my thoughts, not yours are uh, damaging in the sense that they can cause horrible anxiety and depression. So I'm afraid of those. So if I'm not thinking at all, then I'd never have to deal with that. Yeah. But if I get rid of TikTok, will I start feeling those things again more yeah. than if not, because I'm just numbing myself. Then if you numb yourself, it's going somewhere. All those hours that you're on TikTok where you're just looking at different blushes and not feeling as pretty as these other girls, that's all going somewhere. That's but, And yeah. which will eventually come out somewhere else uh, where you don't even realize you're fucking like, ignoring certain thoughts that we should probably dive into where we'll feel more healthy if we fucking talk about them or think about them. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure everyone's dealing with that. I mean, social media, especially, you know in a world where fucking so much horrible shit is constantly happening, which you want to ignore, but then you also don't want to ignore it because you want to be aware of the shit that's happening too. Like, I don't know. It's uh. so yeah. So now maybe we'll just be on Instagram all the time, (laughs) you know, then what's the difference? Like, I don't, you know, I, I guess Instagram, you're deciding at least a little bit what your fruit for you page is going to be you're not having some computer fucking tell you and fucking yeah. try to like manipulate you as well, much. Well,
1: I guess on TikTok there is like a page where you can go to just things that you follow.
0: Yeah, I only follow like four people though. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um Yeah, I don't know. maybe we'll try it. Maybe it'll be better for our relationship to not be on it as much. One well, yeah.
1: I, I I I don't feel like we need to get off of t- TikTok for our relationship. <laughs> I feel like we sp- spend a lot of quality time together yeah and like i could be wrong but (laughs) i feel pretty fulfilled (laughs) i think maybe just like
0: i'm not saying this to be like like, oh you're always on what to go to therapy instead of tiktok I don't know. Would you do couples? You'd want to do couples therapy?
1: No, not you uh, and me. Oh, oh.
0: Do you think you'd you do couples therapy? No, but I don't think, I mean, I think, I, I don't have the connotation with it, like, however that tone was that you had. Like, I, oh. I don't, I no, don't.
1: No, 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 I don't mean like that. I just didn't want you to think that I'm like, I've been thinking about you and me going to couples therapy.
0: Which, if even if you were, I wouldn't be offended.
1: But I don't think I uh, I wouldn't tell you, and I, this isn't the first place that I would tell you.
0: <laughs> I think it'd be a good place to talk about it. Would you? No, just, would you? Uh, I I think if it would help anything, like I I, don't, I would do anything to help us be even better together.
1: Mm, that's really sweet.
0: Um, I don't see therapy as like a, you know, as a way of like being like oh my god everything's falling apart we need help it's more like things are good let's make them even better yeah that, that's how i look yeah, at therapy yeah, yeah i don't look at therapy like oh we're failing as a couple um I but i have
1: to go to the bathroom
0: go piss i'll fucking talk to the people all right so brenna's going to pee uh i was wondering why she was so antsy all right um yeah so therapy i haven't been in i don't know Um, oh, a few years now. I definitely like, think I probably am due. I think we're all due for a tune up. I think with therapy, for me, what happened is I got a really good understanding of why I am the way I am, uh, what my history was, what, uh, what role did I play in, like, why my brain is the way it is. Um, Why do I get so anxious? Uh, And I think like I always equate it to actually, (laughs) I know it sounds cheesy, but like a golf swing in the sense of like once you learn the foundation, you could kind of go from there. Like I feel like with therapy, the first like five or five to like 10 sessions, you really get an understanding of like what your history was and kind of like why you act a certain way and why you repeat those actions. And um, I think when you don't go for a while, you know, that same story is the same. But, um, you know, you learn certain kind of learning mechanisms that maybe you start not being as good uh, um, keeping up because you don't go to therapy and have someone to talk to about it. And it's good to talk to someone that's not that's completely um, unbiased in a situation that isn't doesn't have any preconceived notions of you and doesn't have any like reason to win or lose um just talking about therapy in general um you've been before right mm-hmm. did you find that you got anything good out of it yeah what did you get out of it that you felt
1: well i've always gone to therapy like after big things have happened hmm um and i felt like it helped me process you know my emotions and help me understand why i was the way i was um most recently like i the last time i went to therapy it was online during like covid how's that
0: compared to in person
1: I thought it was, was fine. It I, I prefer it because I'm a fid- <laughs> I fidget like with my hands, so I don't have to do that like in front of somebody. Um, um, I'm like a shy person in therapy. I always feel like, um, which I learned in therapy, I don't like let myself have emotions, so I feel so cheesy when I express them. Like, I don't know. So, but what the last time I went to therapy, I was struggling with an eating disorder and figured out why I was struggling with the eating disorder. Like I got to like the root of what triggered it. And then I ghosted my therapist after that. (laughs) I like laid it all out and then I like connected it. And then I was like, okay. And then I just was like, which isn't the, probably the best thing, but I think I felt like some shame in admitting like and admitted and admitting it. So, but I, 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 helps me, so yeah, it helps me get to the bottom of like no, so letting you, my so head f- catch up with my heart a little bit. You so, know?
0: so you figured out what was going on, why it happened, mm-hmm. and then were you able to like deal with it better once you kind of at least understood why mm-hmm. it was happening? So then why was the ghosting? Just because of money or was it just? No,
1: I, my therapy's free. I, oh. <laughs> I think it was just like, um.
0: Did you think you were healed? No. Or did you tell yourself that i think
1: it, i i get like an emotional hangover like and i like literally want to like lay in bed just all run. day and yeah just run and
0: i i feel that i was telling them i was like
1: it was also a lot during covid like to ex- like approach all of your demons while you're also isolated inside all day not working not seeing people no not around family like i was like i literally remember thinking like this is too much for me right now like it was also the type of therapy I was in. I was in, I forget how what it's called, but it's like when you, um, you basically talk about like your childhood and how your childhood affects, makes you like who you are. You're just analyzing all of these like little pinpoints in your life and how they affect how you are now as an adult and i think i was looking more for like a cognitive therapy i think i'm saying this right correct me if i'm wrong but yeah, like, like cbt like so. ways to deal with the emotions that i was mm-hmm. having in that moment i didn't want to tackle why because i was just like i know that those things happen and it sucked but like now i am the way i am so like you know yeah let's deal with that because mm-hmm. i'm i'm isolated and like i can't deal with this alone So I think I also like came to that conclusion and then didn't really like go forward with trying to find a different a different therapist
0: It's interesting because like I like the other way where you just find out why you are a certain way Because I hate homework and the idea of like cognitive therapy like a lot of it is like you actually have to write down like things and like work and like have it be like a work in progress and i'm like no i kind of understand it i don't want homework <laughs> yeah you could save your fucking homework for when i did social studies in eighth grade like yeah i don't need that don't shit. give
1: me homework i'm paying you <laughs>
0: yeah first of all you do the homework i'll pay <laughs> yeah. you a hundred dollars to do my homework
1: yeah <laughs>
0: can i cheat off someone else in the other room like so yeah no but i mean i think like those kind of things like at least now when when you know if you have eating Like things, or if you have certain anxieties, like at least you can go back to even if you ghosted. Like that's the thing with like a lot of people, you know, they they ignore because they don't go to therapy one because of money, but they also are just like they're afraid of like having to either end a end the actual relationship or whatever, or like like there's no like beginning and there's no perfect way to do it where. It's going to it's not always going to add up and it's okay if it doesn't like that's the whole point of it all. Mm -hmm. So like don't put too much pressure on yourself about it. Like everyone also like I did it, too. It's like I'll do it when I'm ready or like, you know, people would always tell me like you got to go to therapy. I think
1: therapy might be like kids like you're never like fully ready. You just have to like say I'm going to do this and then. Maybe it's like one of those things. I mean, that's an extreme comparison, but it's just like the type of thing where it's like, well, you're always kind of ready for therapy in a way.
0: Yes, (laughs) for sure. You are. You are always ready for I mean, I think that's like such a good way to look at it. I think think so many times we're like, this, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be right. I have to be just crazy enough (laughs) to finally, and this has to be on my terms. Like we're always like that. And a lot of people do say that like, oh, he wasn't ready to quit drinking until he was ready you know, I've had, I had people tell me like, you got, you should go to therapy. You should, I'm like, fuck you. Like my reaction was like, fuck you. You, you go to fucking therapy, you fucking bitch. And it's like, what? Like, I don't like, I'm I'm just your mailman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but like, so like, I think like the idea of like the perfect time or the perfect scenario, or you're going to figure it out perfectly. Like all those like thoughts should like, like try to like, be easy on yourself and like understand like it's not going to necessarily be perfect nothing is right so didn't just maybe just do it like or not like you could do whatever the fuck you want but but like um like don't like put it on a pedestal mm-hmm. like i think so many people end up becoming completely frozen because it has to be exactly right and I think that's also an excuse that we do for ourselves. Yeah,
1: it's hard to, uh, it's hard to face yourself sometimes.
0: Yeah, and but or you just fucking ignore everything, and you know, you never get better, and then you uh, end up uh, taking
1: it out on other uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so let's read a couple stories, and we'll get out of here. Um thank you so much also for sending stories to the puddles podcast uh, at gmail.com uh nailed it here's a couple stories we'll do two stories and then we'll get out of here all right this one happened in the mid 90s pre-cell phones <coughs> i was 18 and on a cruise to the cur- Ooh. <laughs> this was not this this was not a this is just a coincidence um I was 18 and on a cruise to the Caribbean with my parents and hooked up with this girl from New York who was the same age, said goodbye at the end of the cruise knowing that I was flying back to bumfuck Texas and she was flying back to New York. And since there was no way to stay in touch, I'd never see her again. The day I got home Thursday, a buddy of mine asked me to go to the beach with him Friday night after he got off work. We left and drove to the coast that night and got there late around 3.30 a.m. We were lost and looking for his cousin's house where he was staying on 31 North Street. Anyway, we figured out we're actually on 31 South Street and about 30 minutes away from where we need to be. We pull into a hotel parking lot to turn around and the lights sweep the parking lot and land on two people pulling some stuff out of their trunk. One of the people is the chick from New York from the cruise. Wait, what?
1: That's unreal.
0: Okay. This is fucking wild. Okay. It turns out that before she got on the flight back home after the cruise, um, a cousin of hers invited her to go to the beach in Texas, and she flew to Texas instead of New York. Still a super crazy coincidence that I saw her again so soon. The only reason I saw her is because I was lost and 30 minutes away from where I was supposed to be and she happened to decide to get some stuff out of the car in the middle of the night before going to bed. Briefly, I thought this was the universe trying to push us together and I was meant to be with this girl or something, but nah, banged her out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a jerk. I love this guy, but what That's a jerk. Great.
1: <laughs> finish it <laughs> that's all it was meant to be that's fine why that does it need fine. to be something more exactly
0: you don't yeah okay so here he banged her out a couple more times at the beach and then never saw her again looked her up on Facebook a few years ago and she's married with kids
1: <laughs> one of them's yours and then he
0: goes he's carrying around 50 pounds more than she did and then so I then I dodged a bunch
1: come, Todd, oh, come on Todd what is wrong with you come on <laughs>
0: why do you also, have to be this after, guy at the yeah, end Yeah,
1: after having multiple kids you're gonna have some some weight on you or i mean like give her a break okay and what does that was that the i end mean of it?
0: this guy had such a loving story and he's, then he's like i fucked her a couple times now she's married and she's fat ah, Fuck her." i mean that's what you get out of this todd come on you got to think a little deeper than that what
1: the PS, oh, like yeah. thanks for Anyhow. the backhanded compliment as well, Todd.
0: Uh, Todd, I mean, it's a good story. It's a beautiful story. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I I do like the fact. I I do think every movie. You see, sometimes it always has to be like, and then I saw her in Texas and we fell in love and everything worked out and I can't believe I found her, like the notebook. But sometimes you just fuck someone and you don't build them a house, you know, and then they apparently turn into a big house and you make fun of them. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, that's great. That was thank you so much, Todd. That was good. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Thank you for sharing your beautiful story.
1: (laughs) I loved that story.
0: (laughs) All right. So, hi, Andrew and Brenna. I love listening to the pod and love you guys together. I've been listening to you, Andrew, since the start of Nikki's pod, and you're so fucking funny. Anyways, I have a story to share. Thank you. That was very nice, Emily. Uh, So, unlike Andrew's issue with having a hard time coming, my boyfriend comes too quickly. So, sometimes he'll use this climax delay spray (laughs) (laughs) to make him last longer.
1: It's funny that it rhymes
0: what's that delay spray oh yeah delay spray <laughs> climax delay spray <laughs> um does that ride kind of i guess but i i feel like you i just think that in AY. I, the other night we started making out i thought totally spontaneously and then i start going oh god i know where this is going going down on him i don't do it that often before we have sex but i was feeling generous hmm. It tasted a, maybe a little sour, but nothing too off-putting. Next thing I know, my lips are tingling, and I can barely feel my tongue. Turns out he had prepared in advance and sprayed <laughs> his dick. My mouth was literally numb with lidocaine, and it took quite a while to wear off. We laughed about it, and I told him that I had to share with the pod. I mean... I love, I, you know, this is like such a cute story. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... That's uh,
1: so sweet that he does that. I think it's so cute.
0: It's so funny to prepare. Also, I don't know if you're blowing him enough if he's spraying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Emily, maybe you should give him some more blowjobs.
0: Yeah, before he sprays. Uh yeah uh you know wait
1: so my question is but how does her pussy her pussy must get a little on the inside
0: that's a good point too numb maybe she comes fine yeah that's true
1: or or they he sprays it and then he uses a condom maybe maybe i doubt it also you're not having any problem coming
0: yeah now i'm good yeah post zoloft that's great (laughs) what
1: would what would you rather have i mean i know your answer but like a guy who comes too quick or a guy i mean uh my answer is a guy who doesn't come or like takes a while
0: yeah oh yeah of course but as someone i i like obviously being in the middle i mean i don't want to be a guy that doesn't that has such trouble because then you feel like it's (laughs) like I don't want you to feel like it's you. It's, it's me. It's me. A lot of women will be like, What's wrong with me? It's not, it's what's wrong with Pfizer that made the drug where my dick turns into delay spray
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> of long delay, <laughs> never spray. <laughs> anyway, ocean spray. Um, that was Puddles. Um, thanks for listening. Send more stories to the puddlespodcast at gmail.com. Um I will be on the road. I'm going to be in Minneapolis at the State Theater and then I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin um this Saturday. Come out to shows, go to AndrewCollinComedy.com. Uh Brenna is now public on Instagram for now. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh we're going to try to stay off TikTok and look in each other's eyes and fall in love even more. I know. It's disgusting. And uh, anything else, Brenna?
1: No, we're good to go.
0: Wait, what do you usually say? Have a me?
1: good week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week.
0: Have a good week. Take everybody. it easy
1: out there, eh? you know.
0: Puddles, 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 puddles. Everybody now, puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down, and then everyone will come over here.